today at Kayla's Church, we're asking, How do we worship with music? Amen. Welcome to Kalos Church. My name is Pradeep Jiva, And I'm Amrita. Kalos means beautiful in Greek. And our prayer is that you would experience the beauty of Jesus Christ today. Right now we have people meeting online and in person at Bellevue's Hilton Garden Inn. And if you'd like to get connected, we want to get connected to you too. So yeah. join us for our next meet and greet where we can exchange stories, get to know one another and see how we can partner together with Kalos Church. Yes, amen. We're so thankful that you're joining us today and we have some good news for mm -hmm. you today. Yesterday, Kalos Church partnered with the Sophia mm -hmm. Way, which is a women's shelter for women who are experiencing homelessness mm -hmm. and 21 people at Kalos Church gave funds so that we could partner with a local restaurant to give these women a hot breakfast. Mm -hmm. A lot of times there's quick cold breakfast in and out, but we wanted to spoil them. And so our team took flowers, bouquets mm -hmm. of flowers to the women. Many of you wrote personal notes to each of them. And we are so thankful. You know, it is our mission to be a local church that would love our community. Yeah. So I want to give a big shout out to Kim Coriel and to Rachel Jennings for really putting this together, mm -hmm. for gathering our church so that we could bless these incredible Amen. women. Amen. Amen. Well, we also want to pray together today, and we have a Facebook group that we all engage in, many of us engage in all throughout the week. We want you to join as well, and we pray for each other. We share our needs, and this week, um, our friend Jelsea, who is a leader at Kalos Church, said that her grandma, who's 90 years old, had to go... Uh, into an emergency surgery and situation at the hospital. Mm. And she actually tested negative for COVID, but I talked to Jelsey today and it looks like she's battling pneumonia, having mm. a hard time breathing, having a high fever. So we just want to pray yeah. with Jelsey and her family for her grandma today. So let's all pray together. Father, we thank you that you are the healer. Mm -hmm. God, I ask right now as Jesse's grandma is in the hospital, Father, that you would put your healing hand on her. Yes. Lord, I'm asking that you would clear up this pneumonia, that she would be able to breathe easily again, that you would bring down that fever and you would relieve her of any pain. Lord, we just join with Jelsey and her family to mm -hmm. cover her grandma yes. in prayer. Yes. Lord, we know that when we pray, Father, you move on our behalf. You hear our prayers. So I thank you so much for all that you're doing and ask that even right now you would surround her uh, as she sleeps tonight, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, without further ado, we are going to hear a great message from Pastor Pradeepan as we continue our Christian Discipline series. Amen. Well, I'm excited to continue our Christian Discipline series. It's been amazing. And today we're going to be talking about music. Music is a big deal. In every nation and generation, music binds us together. Even my time dating Pastor Amritha was marked by music. Don't believe me? Let's watch a video right now. Hi, we're brown folk. This is Dana on the violin, Pradeepan on the mandolin, and me, Amy, on the fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four.
time. Wait until you, I preach no, again. You should be proud of that. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. He did act, actually ask me for permission, but I'm humiliated. No, be right proud. Now. Be proud. All right. <laughs> Throughout the scripture, singing and music also is a big deal. God sings in Zephaniah 3. Scripture says, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. I love that. Jesus and the disciples sing a song right after the Last Supper in Matthew 26. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. So the Bible talks about singing over 400 times and commands us about 50 times to sing. Like in Psalm 98, shout to the Lord all the earth. Break out in praise and sing for joy. Sing your praises to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the ram's horn. Make a joyful symphony before the Lord, the King. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the earth and all living things join in. Let the rivers clap their hands in glee. Let the hills sing out their songs of joy. What a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. So we are to worship the Lord with our whole lives, amen? Mm -hmm. And music plays a big role in biblical worship. It's a major mm -hmm. spiritual discipline. And thankfully at Kalos Church, we have an amazing team of musicians here that mm -hmm. lead us every week. In fact, this week, we got to be on Spirit 105. And uh, it was awesome. It was People awesome. all over this region listening to Christian radio and on their Facebook got to participate in Kalos music mm -hmm. what a blessing great job team yeah and uh, uh many of us though when we were introduced to worshiping with music it was an awkward experience we didn't get a lot of instructions some of us just showed up to a, a church service we walk in and we see something like this here's an out of context bible verse about this is the chorus we're lifting our voices loud and triumphant we're singing the Are gone. Worship can be awkward or uncomfortable or a little cliche, especially when you don't know what to do. I remember going into a church service for my first time, seeing people singing and being emotional and they have their hands in their air and they're clapping and people aren't singing very well. That lady over there in the corner is crying for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> what in the world? are these people doing? Mm. Why are they acting that way? And so in this uh, Christian discipline series, we want to explain that. Mm -hmm. How do we worship yeah. the Lord with music? And so before we get into biblical ways to worship with music, I want to clarify a few things first. First thing I want to clarify is this. While we can use music to worship, music isn't the only way we worship. Yeah. Our whole lives can be used to worship. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm worshiping the Lord right now. This preaching is worship to the Lord. A lot of times people in church service, they, oh, I love worship and sermons are okay. And I'm like, come on, my sermon is worshiping. <laughs> it is. You love worshiping and then worshiping. Anyway, so, so worship is our whole life. It's not just a time of music. Worship is simply showing reverence and adoration to our God. Second thing I want to clarify is this. Worship is not a genre of music. Mm. So people are like, what kind of music are you into? Well, I like Japanese, future funk, country, and worship. No, that 
It's not, it's not a genre. Whole, <laughs> right, right. whole lives are worship. Soft rock is not worship. If it is, God help us all, please, because <laughs> we were created to worship. We were created to soft rock. All right. Anyways, third thing I want to clarify is this. Worship is not primarily about us. Yeah. We worship God. Yeah. It's not about our preferences and us just feeling good. Worship is about giving God mm. the glory he deserves. Amen. And so sometimes we're going to have to discipline ourselves to worship even when we don't feel like it we choose to worship Mm. and so with that in mind today i want to look at four ways the scriptures tell us to worship and so let's start with john chapter 4 where jesus says but the time is coming indeed it's here now when true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth the father is looking for those who will worship him that way for god is spirit so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Jesus says we must worship in spirit and in truth. So what does this mean? Well, let's start with looking at what is worshiping in spirit. So God is spirit. So we must worship in spirit. In other words, it takes God to worship God. Mm. We only love God because he first loved us. Mm. Hebrews 13 says through him then Let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. So it's through him. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. And notice this other verse in Ephesians 5 where it says this about the spirit and how the spirit leads us to worshiping with music. Ephesians 5 says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So we are to be filled with the Spirit by and then worship with singing. Mm -hmm. That's powerful stuff. And so if you're not feeling like you're in the mood to worship, ask God to help you Mm -hmm. to worship. Mm -hmm. You know, in the mornings lately, I haven't really felt like worshiping. Honestly, in my flesh, what I kind of want in my own strength is I I just want to listen to the news and find more bad news. Like I've I've shared before, I like doom scrolling. I feel like I'm a little bit addicted to just finding bad news on on the radio, on social media, things like that. Uh, But it's impacted my heart. It's impacted my emotional state. So so I've I've said to myself, you know what, instead of uh, just looking to tell God how big my problems are, I'm going to start telling my problems how big God is every morning. And so on my commute to my son Obi's school, we listen to music that glorifies the Lord, worship music. Mm. And I I have felt my spirit being stirred, my heart being formed in adoration to to God. Mm. And even in this Black History Month that we're in, I've been personally encouraged by listening to some Black spirituals that slaves used to sing during times of slavery and oppression in our American history. And they would place their hope in Jesus and a future liberation, even though they were facing current oppression. Mm. And even songs that are gospel songs, like Kirk Franklin, who's just on NPR's Tiny Desk this week, we're listening to this and it just stirs our heart and encourages us. And I I start the morning not really feeling like I'm that into God, but as I listen to this music, I I feel my heart leap and my emotions follow. And I Mm. I start declaring the glory of God. 
Yeah. Even our son in the back, he he smiles when worship yeah. music comes on and doesn't really smile for any other kind of music. Mm. It's a, it's it's amazing. So I I love that listening to these spirituals, listening to Kirk Franklin, listening to Maverick City worship, and my heart leaps. I, I love it. And so the scripture we read in Ephesians five says, when we get drunk on wine, um, it leads to debauchery. Our inhibitions are lowered and our emotions are released. That's what happens when we get drunk. So my friends have told me, um, in the same way, we don't want to get drunk on wine, but the scripture says, but be filled with the spirit in the same way. Let this music, this worship stir your spirit to let down our guards, mm. to be vulnerable, and that our emotions would be released in passionate adoration to the Lord. Yeah. So we give him the honor he mm. deserves. Yes, God wants us to have a discipline of worship but he wants it to be from the heart. Mm -hmm. And there's an emotional aspect of worship that is okay and it's healthy. It's okay to be passionate and lean into the fire of God. It's okay to give him heartfelt, authentic worship. In Matthew 15, Jesus says, thus you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Mm -hmm. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. See, God wants us to worship him with our hearts. Yeah. And in the same way we can have school spirit, God wants us to have God's spirit, that mm. we'd be excited about him. And, you know, music is really foundational for this, the stirring of emotions in our heart. There's a reason we sing the happy birthday song and don't quote it at children. Mm -hmm. Because music is emotional. It'd be really weird if I was like, Hey, Billy, come here. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Billy. Happy birthday to you. That's kind of awkward, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But when it, when it is sung, somehow it's less awkward. Uh, actually, sometimes when I listen to people singing happy birthday <laughs> to me, I don't know exactly what to do. Do you yeah. sing along? Do yeah. you clap? I don't know. But for most people, it's not that awkward. <laughs> and so sometimes I think we believe that worship has to be the cerebral and calm experience, but art and music is meant to stir the heart and emotions. Art is evocative. Mm. Spirit in Greek is translated from breath or wind. It, it, like the wind, it's something that can't be contained. It's raw. It's emotional. It's powerful. I want to read this quote by Jonathan Edwards. The duty of singing praises to God seems to be appointed wholly to excite and express religious affections. No other reason can be assigned why we should express ourselves to God in verse rather than in prose and to do it with music, but only that such in our nature and frame that these things have a tendency to move our affections. Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Another quote that I've been really just chewing on lately is this, what the heart loves, the will chooses and the mind justifies. Mm. And so amen and amen. But Jesus, he doesn't say just worship in spirit. Uh, he doesn't just want spirit and heart. He also wants truth in our heads in our worship. And so point number two, we must worship him in truth. Mm. Colossians 3 says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace 
and your hearts to the Lord. Mm. And so the word of God richly dwells in us. Yeah. And out of the abundance we sing yeah. from knowing and dwelling and meditating on the word mm. of the Lord. And it's this head and heart experience. And it's really important that we worship the Lord, not only with our heart, but with our mind, our intellect, our head, and especially when it comes to music. And here's a question we have to ask ourselves as we worship with music. If music moves you, you have to ask, where is it moving me? Mm. Music is a powerful tool, and we must make sure we are singing songs that line up with the word of God. Truth without motion produces dead orthodoxy and a church full of artificial admirers. Mm. On the other hand, emotion without truth produces empty frenzy and cultivates shallow people who refuse the discipline of rigorous thought. But true worship comes from people who are deeply emotional and who love deep and sound doctrine. Strong affections for God rooted in truth are the bone and marrow of biblical worship. Powerful. Last week, I I met with some church leaders and we were asked to do math as an illustration. (laughs) And this, this speaker, he put up some numbers on a screen, 150,000. And he said, hey, I want us to corporately in unity add these numbers together. And so we took the 150,000. So we said 100, 150, right? 1,150. And we just kept on adding. And by the end of this rhythm of addition that he led us to, he led us to corporately all at the same time say the number 5,000, even though the correct answer was 4,100. And he said, many of you have master's degrees, doctorates, and are pastors of churches and know how to add. But with a little rhythm from a charismatic leader, I was easily able to lead you all away from the truth. Wow. And that's why it's so important. When we worship, Mm. we worship with our mind. Because if music moves us, we have to ask, where is it moving me? And is it moving us in the direction of biblical truth. Mm. I ask myself all the time when I'm singing a song, is this lifting up Jesus? Is this describing God in an accurate way? Am I worshiping the Lord with my intellect? Does this line up with the scriptures and church history? Be careful what you're singing because eventually you'll start to believe it. And so we must worship with biblical truth and in biblical way. And that leads us to the third point. In worshiping the Lord in body. Mm. In body. First Timothy 2.8 says, In every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. In the Greek and Hebrew, the word worship is tied to physical actions. Bow down. Lay before the Lord. There's a physicality to the word worship, even in music. When I say something like, Everybody clap your hands. It's natural for us to want to clap our hands. But for some reason, when it comes to church experiences, it's okay for us to lie to God in worship. We'll sing songs like, here I am down on my knees again. And we'll just be standing up, singing that to the Lord, <laughs> like he doesn't notice. And then we'll, we'll sing songs like, I stand with arms wide open. And, and like, we're just like, We're lying to the Lord as an act of worship. But that should not be so. There's a physicality to our worship. And and some of us refuse to lift our hands, clap, or kneel down because we're stubborn, or maybe we feel awkward. Maybe we just haven't been taught biblical worship. Mm. But as disciples in a series all about Christian disciplines, we say, Lord, how do you want me to worship? And thankfully, the scripture instructs us to worship with various physical 
postures and explains it. For example, in Psalm 95, 6, come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Psalm 119, my flesh trembles in fear of you. I stand in awe of your laws. Psalm 149, let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with tambourine and heart. Psalm 33, praise the Lord with the heart. Make music to him. On this 10 string lyre, sing to him a new song, play skillfully and shout for joy. Psalm 47, clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. Psalm 63, I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. So there are many of these various ways of physically worshiping the Lord with our posture of adoration and reverence to God. And it's important for us to incorporate a healthy discipline of using them because we are a people that say, Lord, whatever you want, I want to give it to you. This worship isn't about me alone. It's about you. My attention is on you. Mm, Amen. Amen. And so the fourth thing I want to share about on how we can worship is we need to not just worship in spirit or in truth or in body. Number four, we need to worship in community. Yeah. Hebrews 2 says, both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. Mm. So we are called to make music together in the assembly. You know, last week I was in this pastor's meeting and uh, there was a full band and uh, they're being safe and everything, but we were gathered and uh, I honestly was overwhelmed. It's been almost a year since I've had a full band worship experience mm-hmm. and like surrounded by these pastors and leaders, usually in like pastors meetings, everybody's trying to kind of posture ourselves and, you know, we want to leave a good impression. But I was wrecked mm-hmm. as we began to corporately sing mm-hmm. in this assembly. I just couldn't help but start weeping mm-hmm. and weeping and crying. I probably wept for about, you know, 15 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was such an emotional experience as I was singing about God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As I was engaging the Lord with my mind and my heart was being stirred. As I had a posture bound before the Lord, all of them were working together for just a very tangible, emotional, experiential, holy moment with the Lord. In fact, a couple of pastors around me began to be concerned for me and just started to pray for me because they're like, wow, something's going on in here. But I I, I just realized, like, I I love worshiping in my my house. I love worshiping in the car. But there's just something so powerful when we worship as the body of Christ. When I see someone who's on fire for the Lord, Honestly, their worship inspires me to be on fire. Mm. It just ignites a passion where I, I just want to give my heart to the Lord. And there are seasons when I'm feeling dry or I lack faith, but then I can lean on the faith of my brothers and sisters in Christ. It's in the assembly that we can really tap into this potential, the potential of heaven for us to worship and have this encounter with God. Mm. And I'm just so thankful for the Kalos Church community because even in the pandemic, even as we've had to switch to worshiping online and worshiping with Zoom and worshiping with YouTube or even partnering with the the radio station, even as we've introduced various elements of live worship in the hotel, we've seen people press into the Lord and it inspires me 
so much. Yeah. I'm so proud yeah. of this community. And so this discipline is vitally important for our walk with faith. Uh, for some of us, it's the main thing that has anchored us to Jesus, just this healthy music. And so today, I just want to challenge you. Would you try worshiping the Lord with music at home and with others? Mm. Would you worship in spirit and truth and body and in community? Mm. I mean, Kalos Church, we have music playlists on our website. We have a Spotify playlist. We have a YouTube playlist with original Kalos covers and things like that. We have live music every Sunday at our Hilton Garden Inn Hotel. I mean, you may not understand all that's going on, but I want to tell you that music, when we're singing in the assembly, it's going to unlock a part of you that is you, a part of you that was designed to connect with God, a part of you that's only going to ever experience life and life abundantly as you connect to Jesus. Because we remember that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. He's the true leader of our lives. And when we adopt the posture of saying, Lord, I, I connect to you. I want your will. I want your way. We remember that Jesus Christ, he lived a perfect life. He died on a cross. He sacrificed himself in the name of love so that we could be restored to him. And that every day in this posture of worship, we just connect to that life, self-sacrificial love. It's just amazing for what it does for our, our spiritual, emotional, and even spiritual and social health. Yeah. And so I want to challenge you. Would you adopt this Christian discipline in your daily in your weekly corporate life. So I want to close with this scripture from the last book in the Bible, and I believe that it is a foretaste of our eternal future in Christ. Revelation 7 says this, After this I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands, and they were shouting with a great roar, Salvation comes from our God who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living beings. And they fell before the throne with their faces to the ground and worshiped God. They sang, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength belong to our God forever and ever Amen and amen. And may that be our song today. Why don't we just lift up a prayer to the Lord right now? Dear Lord, thank you so much for this discipline of being able to sing, to connect to you, where our spirit can come alive, where we can worship you with our intellect, where we can have physicality and worship you with our bodies and as the body of Christ. Lord, I pray that you would help us adopt this discipline and that it will unlock all the the treasures you have for us, Lord. We pray in the name of Jesus and everybody said, amen. 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 Well, thank you for going on this journey of Christian disciplines with us. And I want to pray for anybody here who's wanting to give their lives to Jesus. Yeah. Surrendering our lives to Jesus, saying, Lord, I receive everything you have to offer. I want a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Making that decision and having that posture of surrender, honestly, it's the best decision you could ever make. And if you want to give your life to God, uh, we want to lead you in a prayer right now. We're going to pray all at the same time. So if you want to give your life to God, why don't you pray this with us out loud as we pray together. Let's pray. Lord, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank, thank you for dying on the cross for me. me. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. 
Thank you for forgiving my sins. Take control of my life. I turn from my old ways and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for praying that prayer, especially if you pray that prayer for the first time and you're wanting to follow Jesus. Please text the number on the screen so that we can go on this journey with you. Following Jesus is such an important decision, and we don't want you to have to go on that journey alone. Amen. Well, thank you for such an incredible message on worship. This has just been such an incredible series, and I hope that it is blessing you mm -hmm. so much. Well, we want to transition our time of worship to a time of worshiping God with our giving. Yeah. Even giving is worship. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know that as you give to Kalos Church, you're giving to life change. I am hearing testimony after mm -hmm. testimony of how God is touching people in real significant ways. So you can go ahead and give right here at this link. You can set up your reoccurring mm -hmm. giving, but I want you to watch this testimony. Hey everybody, Jay here. Hope you're doing great. Here today just to share a little bit about what my family has experienced over the last year and continues to experience and how Kalos has been a huge part of, of breakthrough, of encouragement and strength for our family uh, through it all. And so 2020 was definitely a tough year. I think for everybody on this globe, including ourselves, not only did we face the global pandemic, but we also uh, welcomed a beautiful baby girl into um, the world. My, my wife, uh, our five-year-old son, super excited. And it was a joyous time, but it was also a time of, of great fear. Our daughter, um, Annalie is her name, um, was diagnosed with you know, some medical complexities. Um, and it, with that, she had to be in the hospital for the first six months of her life. And you know, through that time, my wife was with her, my son and I are at home. And again, we're just, we're just feeling real, real heavy and, and not sure if she's gonna make it. And it was, it was a really, really challenging time. And, and in the midst of, of everything, going on there, you know, um, Kalos Church was a huge rock for us. Our, our pastors, when we first got the diagnosis, you know, um, and Pastor Amrita was was praying with with my wife um, before my, my daughter's heart surgery, you know, got a call from the pastors and we were connecting with them. We had people reaching out on Facebook, you know, whether it be in the community post saying, hey, I'm praying for you, you're not alone, we're with you, to, you know, reaching out, text, people even coming by our home, dropping off gifts for my son and you know food you know for us and you know overall just being mindful of us so mindful uh, as we were going through this this tough season and and I can say you know my beautiful daughter Annalie uh, she's eight months old now and we're so thankful for that and we're also thankful for you Kalos just for your continued support and uh, we're just so grateful to be a part of this community we love you so thank you Thank you for that incredible yeah. testimony. So good to hear how God is touching lives mm -hmm. every single week at Kalos Church. Well, I've just got a couple of announcements for you before you go, and that is that small groups are happening. They are awesome. We're headed into our fourth week, and it is not too late to join any of our small groups. They are open to anyone. So just sign up, yeah. let a leader know, and we can't wait to see you there. Also, we have our meet and greet coming up yes. in March. Hey, we're going to have dinner. We're going to be safe. It's going to be so fun to meet you in person. Yes. So please come on out to our meet and greet. We have met so many people, even in person, yeah. downtown uh, at the hotel uh, for our meet the pastors time. And we've been saying, hey, come sign up mm -hmm. for the meet and greet. We can't wait to see you mm -hmm. in March. Well, let me bless you before we worship. 
May you know and make known the beauty of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you, and give you peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, let's go ahead and stand and worship. All things are possible when we believe all chains are breakable when we receive yahweh you keep your promises if you said it we believe it if you said it if you said it we believe it if you said it i 